Welcome to the Martin Bailey Photography Podcast. It's February 18, 2018, and this is episode 608. Today, we start a travelogue series to walk you through the first of my two Japan Winter Wildlife Photography Tours, during which we visit the Snow Monkeys in Nagano, for three days before travelling up to Hokkaido, the northernmost island of Japan, for a further nine days of majestic winter wildlife. This tour seems to become more and more productive, despite me trying to gradually up my game, selecting my images with higher standards each year. As I prepared for this podcast, I went through my current selects, which totals 458 images, And on my first pass, I had a massive 147 images that I felt were good enough to talk about. I've ended up starting this first episode still not knowing how many images we have to talk about. I guess we'll jump straight in at the start of the tour, as we got into photographing the snow monkeys. There wasn't a lot of snow in the valley where the monkeys bathe, in their hot spring bath. So the background was going to be a bit messy, but as is often the case, when weather conditions take one thing away, they generally give us something back. The temperature was a little colder than usual, causing a lot of steam to rise from the hot water, as you can see in the first image for today. So with patience and a bit of luck, it was possible to capture some beautiful images of the snow monkeys at just the right time, as the mist cleared around them but stayed in the background enough to clean it up nicely. The expressions on the faces of the snow monkeys as they bathed never ceased to amaze me in how human-like they are, and I felt very fortunate that the mist cleared just long enough for me to capture this moment. You might not think it from looking at this, but it really is split-second timing, so getting a nice expression at the same time as getting a window through the mist takes a fair amount of patience. I generally only take my 100-400mm lens into the snow monkey park these days, as that's all I need. My settings for this shot were an aperture of f8 for a 250th of a second shutter speed at ISO 1600 and a focal length of 400mm. The next image is from our second day with the snow monkeys, and there was less mist over the hot spring pool, but again a great expression in this snow monkey as it relaxes in the bath. This time the monkey looks like an old curmudgeon, with the way his lips are being pushed together by the side of the pool. Because it had been snowing, there are lots of droplets of water in the monkey's hair, which has become a bit frizzy, from the moisture too, adding an almost comical element. I cropped this down just a tad around the top and side edges for a closer look, but I was zoomed in to the full extent of my lens at 400mm for this shot. My ISO was set to 1000 for a 320th of a second exposure at f8. Capturing the expressions on the monkeys' faces or their human-like mannerisms has become a bit of an obsession for me over the years. So I was happy to capture this next image too, of a young monkey riding his mother's back with his finger in his mouth. The mother here is foraging for grain that is thrown out for them by the park wardens, and this was 
one of the few areas that there was a good full snow covering. So that worked well. It's great that these monkeys have snow on their backs too, as that helps to show how harsh their environment can be. My settings were ISO 400 for a 500th of a second at f8, and I was relatively wide with a focal length of 170mm for this. The last image that I want to share from the snow monkeys is from later in the day, down the valley a little, where we often find monkeys huddling together to keep warm. These can be difficult shots to compose, as the background was just brown rock, with some patches of bright snow, so I went in as close as I could to crop all of that out. It felt natural to go to the vertical portrait orientation, as that helped me to get the three adult monkeys' faces in, while including the baby's face and his mother's hands. I was aware that I was cropping away the two smaller monkeys' hands and cutting the mother's ear in half, but I felt that this was necessary to really show the expressions on the monkeys' faces while keeping the background to a minimum. I'm very happy with the results though. I get so much from the expressions on these faces, especially the middle monkey with its eyes closed. We can read many different feelings or emotions into that expression. My settings were ISO 1250 for a 400th of a second at f11 and a focal length of 321mm. The third morning with the snow monkeys was somewhat uneventful, with most of the monkeys staying up in the sunlight on the mountains rather than coming down to the pool or the valley, so I didn't really get anything to share from our final few hours in the park for Tour 1. After returning to Tokyo and spending a night in a hotel near the airport, we flew to Hokkaido bright and early the following morning and went straight to the Akan Crane Centre. Apparently there had been so little snow in eastern Hokkaido this year that the grass was still showing through until two days before we arrived. Luckily there had been some snow, but as you can see in this first photo, it had been well trodden by the cranes and swans and the harsh sunlight didn't make it look as good as we'd hoped. Still, it was nice to catch these two cranes singing in an open area, and I love how the wings and tail of the crane to the right are splayed open, so that we can see all of the beautiful detail inside. That and the fact that we can actually see their thin tongues makes up for the fact that the birds would otherwise simply be looking in the wrong direction. My settings were ISO 400 for a thousandth of a second at f11, and I was using my 200 to 400 millimeter lens with the 1.4 times extender engaged for a 560 millimeter focal length. In this next image, we see two red crown cranes crossing as they sang together, and once again, apart from a swan's head in the bottom right of the frame, which I cloned out, they were in a clear enough area that I was able to capture them with some nice space around them. I do wish the snow was less textured, but there wasn't a lot we could do about that. I was more just happy to have any snow at all at this point. It's also a pity that these cranes were so far to the right of the field that the sun wasn't catching their eyes, giving them a catch light. But had I been further to the right myself, I would obviously not have gotten this angle and the crossover, 
So there's always an element of luck, whether it works for us or against us. I'm still happy with the photo mind. My settings were ISO 400 for a 1250th of a second at f10, again at 560mm. At the end of our first day in Hokkaido, we moved to a place where I like to do some panning shots as the light drops. The wind direction caused most of the cranes to fly away from where we are able to photograph them from, but I still got a few shots that I quite like, such as this one. Although I like to get the heads of birds sharp in my panning shots, the reality is that at a fortieth of a second, you really would only get just a few images where that happens. And of course, sometimes, as with this image, the aesthetic nature of other parts of the image win over the technical desire to get a sharp head. Here I simply love the shape of the feathers, especially those on the right wing of the right of the two birds. You can almost feel the air rushing between those flight feathers, causing them to ripple as they have here. My settings were ISO 100 for a 40th of a second at f14 and a focal length of 533mm. I find that around a 40th of a second is a nice sweet spot for panning images with large birds like this. I try to work between a 25th and a 50th with a 25th giving much more blur but also getting much more difficult to get anything sharp enough to act as a visual anchor for the image. We went to the Ottawa Bridge at dawn on our second morning in Hokkaido, but unfortunately it clouded over as we waited for the sun to rise, so hoarfrost did not form on the trees either side of the river. I got a few nice shots of some of the cranes flying towards us as they left the river, but the dark background really doesn't work well, so I'll keep those to myself. Last year we had so little success finding a Ural owl on the nest that I know that we usually visit later in the tour that I decided to take the group to a nest that is close to where we photograph the cranes. The local photographers have done a good job of putting ropes in place at a point where you, can, where you can't get so close that you might disturb the owl too much. And more importantly, this stops people from throwing things at the tree to make the owl wake up, or make him fly. And yes, you'd be amazed, but there are people from certain neighbouring countries that have been seen doing this. This is also why so many of the owls have moved deeper into the woods, so now there are fewer photo opportunities for all of us, thanks to the irresponsible actions of a selfish few. Because of the new distance, I had to put a 2 times extender on my 200-400mm lens, and with the internal one4 times extender engaged, I had to manually focus for this shot at 1,120mm. The image is very slightly soft too, because of using two extenders, but it's sharp enough. I love the smiling eyes of this owl probably because he no longer has to worry about having things thrown at him. My other settings were ISO 800 for a 320th of a second at f11. The rest of the day at the Akan Crane Centre was a little uneventful again, so especially with the heavily textured snow, I don't have any real pics, but we did visit the panning location at the end of the day again, 
and I quite like this next image from that shoot. Again, the cranes were running and taking off in the opposite direction to what I usually look forward to shooting at this location, but I think this works because of the beautiful patterns of the wings as this group of cranes starts to take off against the dark background. My settings were ISO 800, this time at my slowest panning shutter speed of a 25th of a second, at f14 and a focal length of 560mm. The following morning we revisited the Ottawa Bridge, and this time we were a bit luckier with the hoarfrost, as you can see in this last image for today. It wasn't the strongest frost I've seen, but it was enough to make the scene quite beautiful, and compared to the previous day, we got some great images. Because it was pretty cold though, relative to already very low temperatures of course, the cranes were not very active, except for a flurry of dancing while it was still pretty dark, and then these three cranes that walked quite a way into the foreground. But otherwise, this was more about capturing the scene. My settings were ISO 800 for a 400th of a second at f14 and a focal length of 400mm. After breakfast on our third day in Hokkaido, we drove over to the next location where we'd planned to spend two days photographing the Hooper Swans. But when the forecast was for snow at the Crane Center on our fifth day, I decided to bring the group back to the cranes where we got some pretty special images of them in the falling snow and with a much cleaner covering of snow on the ground. That's a few days further into the travelogue though and as we've reached my usual 10 photo limit we'll wrap it up there for today and pick up the trail next week with some Hooper Swan shots before returning to the cranes. Our 2019 Snow Monkeys and Hokkaido tours have been sold out for a while now, but we have just started taking bookings for 2020, so if you think you might like to join us, please take a look at the tour page at mbp.ac www2020. Thanks very much for listening today. If you enjoy this podcast, please share a link with your friends. Subscribe in iTunes or your favorite podcast program to ensure uninterrupted delivery. If you have a minute to rate the podcast or leave us a review in iTunes, that helps to keep us relevant in the huge number of podcasts out there now. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and Google+. And links to everything that I'm up to are at martinbaileyphotography.com, so do drop by and take a look. I'll be back next week with another episode, but in the meantime, you take care and have a great week, whatever you're doing. Bye-bye.